intro to this. It's been that long that, like, I don't remember how to start these. But, okay. So, currently, it is Saturday, um, September 18th. I'm just watching Haikyuu, and you're out on a date with Vince, so that's fun. And I feel so bored at home. Like, I don't know, I don't even, ugh, you know? And then, with today's match and everything, like, we were playing against Harlan Jin High, and mind you, okay, mind you, there's Harlan Jin High and Harlan Jin South, right? Harlan Jin High got demolished by Harlan Jin South. We got demolished by Harlan Jin High. If we got our ass handed to us by Harlan Jin High, and they got their ass handed to them by Harlan Jin South, imagine what's gonna happen when it's us against South. I am not like mentally prepared for that, but you know what? We're just we're gonna see it where it takes us. Not to mention that like. Okay, so none of us gave up, right? None of us, like, called it quits or forfeit. We all, like, kept playing our matches. But our number one, Kayla, she started crying midway through her match because, um, through her singles match because she got this bad injury. And I don't really know, more, like, a lot about it, but it was bad because I have never seen Kayla so defeated like that. Like, oh my god. I was gonna cry for her, like... I don't know how to explain it, but that was just so heartbreaking, you know, to see the life of our team and the strength behind the whole team just, like, break down, and I don't know, she kept pushing, which was really good, and she hit the closest. She won the first set. No one except Kayla won a set. Oh, except Kayla and Sophia. So Kayla won her first set 6-1. And then she lost the second set, 3-6. And so you have to go to, like, a 10-point t- tiebreaker. And she lost that 8-10. Because you're supposed to win by two. But it was back and forth. Like, she would get a point, and then the other bitch would get a point, and then Kayla would get... It was, like, it was back and forth. And, um... And the number one, right, at Harlingen High, her name is Julia. We do not like Julia because Lily is an FFA... And so is Julia. And Lily completely demolished Julia at that. The only thing Julia is good at is tennis. And um, she was like all up in Lily's face and being like, you don't deserve to be president. Oh, Lily's president of like the district FFA. So that's like 20 regions or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. She's president of the president of president, you know? Anyway. And, um, basically, Julia, we just, we don't like her. We don't like her energy. We don't, we don't like anything about her. And she would always, like, cuss on the court. And, I mean, we do that, too, but we, we never, like, cuss on the court. We cuss on the red part, not on the green part, because that's the court, you know? And so, she was like, oh my fucking god, I can't believe I'm, like, you know, she was saying all this shit. And so, you're not supposed to talk to the, the players while they're in, like, while they're playing a point, but, um, she kept cussing, and I was like, no, cussing on the court, like, if you're gonna cuss, go, like, cuss on your break, you know, and, um, she looked at me, and she, like, what is she gonna tell me, get off the court, I, I wasn't even on the court, you know, 
and it's not like Kayla could lose that match because she was, Julia was disrespecting us in our, like, in our court, you know, that's our home, how are you going to disrespect us at our own courts, you know, and there is no cussing at professional games, so that's, like, reason for disqualification, so I was telling her, not only because it was annoying me, not only because I wanted to be petty, but also because it's illegal, (laughs) so, uh, shoddy trifling, you know, and then the girl I was playing against, her serves were amazing, they were so beautiful, however, she kept doing foot faults, right, foot faults are when, um, you step onto the court before your serve is done, right? You can hit the ball and then step onto the court, but if your foot touches the baseline before you even hit the ball, that's a foot fault, right? And that's like, if you, I think if you double fault, then I win the point, right? And she kept doing that, and I was like, well, maybe it was just a fluke, because, you know, it's hot, I didn't want to, like, fight her or whatever, and so I was like, maybe it's just a fluke the first time, right? And it happened again, and I was like, well, let's give her, like, a chance, right? The entire game, she did foot faults. She was doing nothing but foot faults. And so on the last point, I was like, hey, um, I don't want to say anything earlier, but you've been doing foot faults. So, like, I don't want to make a big deal out of it, but it's going to bother me or whatever. Like, you can keep playing, but just watch your foot. And she was like, okay. <laughs> so... Yeah, and then <gasps> their coach is so abusive to them. Like, he hits them. And that's so embarrassing. And also, like, what? I think the team has, like, a lot of trauma overall because it's so bad. Like, like I think they deserved the win, not only because they work their ass off and they're good, but because I think their coach just scares them, you know? Like, we are a pretty good team. We're not the best, but we're, we're not the worst, by far, right? And Wig has done nothing but give us a home and a safe environment. And, like, you know, just, he's helped us with so much. And, like, yeah, he's just giving us nothing but, like, a secure place, you know? With the coach, though... It's all about tennis. It's all about tennis, you know? Like, I swear to God, these kids were like, oh my God, oh, like, I fucking lost that point, you know? It's like every time they lost the point, they were going to kill themselves. It was so bad. It was, like, so scary. So, that's not good. But, um, yeah, they were really intense. And then the girl I was playing against, she is a senior. So, I felt less bad about losing (laughs) okay I knew I would lose honestly I just I wanted to make it like a classy loss you know can't just be 6-0-6-0 so it was 6-1-6-0 so I won one game (laughs) but you know what it's better than 6-0-6-0 you know you gotta do what you gotta do to win in a classy way you feel but yeah um this game this whole team, like Harlingen High, it was so hard. It was such a difficult team. And then when my mom picked me up, I cried when I got in the car because 
I don't know how to explain it, but, like, we were on, like, a winning streak. Like, we hadn't lost a single, like, game or whatever. But we got demolished to, uh, you know, Harlington High. And it's just, like, they busted our balls. Honestly, like, damn. A lot of them are kind of nice, but a lot of them are kind of mean. <laughs> so that's not good. But, uh, what was I going to say? Okay, so, I was crying in the car, right? Not because we lost, not because, like, oh, I could have won that match. Hell no, I could not have won that match for shit. But, it's, I, I don't know, I think I was just frustrated, you know? It was hot, it was so humid, I was sticky, I, I lost, I, I don't know. I really don't know how to explain it, but, like, it was just so sad, you know, to see, like, our girls beat themselves up, and then Sophia, right, she also won a set, it was 6-all, right, so 6-6, six, six, whatever, they went to a tiebreaker, but she lost the tiebreaker, right, and, um, she, okay, when she came back from her first set, because the first set was 6-all, uh, she was just, like, over it, it was so bad, it got to the point where, how do I say this, she was, like, gonna black out, like, it was so bad, she was gonna pass out, and, I don't know, like, you're allowed two-minute breaks for every set that you finish, and so she just finished that, finished that set, and so I was like, Sophia, just come in, sit down, she was all the way at the last court, came all the way to the gazebo, and sat down for like a split second, and then went back out onto the court, and I was like, Sophia, you have to stay, you are literally gonna black out, like, you are one of the hardest players, you're gonna be our number one next year, you have to learn to hold back, you know, and for her, she's so determined, and like, she deserves everything that she's gotten and she's such an amazing person but she doesn't know when to hold back and it's so scary you know like I've known her since I was in second grade you know she's like my oldest friend ever and I can't it just it sucks to see her tear herself down like that you know I get it she's in the moment she has a lot of adrenaline she's like just tired and she wants to get it over with but she was gonna black out and she's on this medication that makes her fatigued and everything and loses her vigor and so I was like uh no you gotta sit down when I tell you that like after she finished her game and she came back to us she was like I I can't even like I just I can't walk and so I had to like carry her and I took her to the locker room I just started pouring water on her and everything. We turned on the showers. She, like, like, ugh, it was bad. But good thing, good thing the locker rooms have AC. And I was trying to cheer her up by taking a devious lick. I took the fire extinguisher. <laughs> I put it back, obviously. But there's a video of me now taking <laughs> the fire extinguisher. So that's great. And then Sophia was like, mm, maybe we should record you putting it back, too, just in case. And I was like, oh, okay. So we put it back, right? Like, they recorded me putting it back. But here's the thing. So there's, like, a little window, right, in the fire extinguisher container cabinet thing. And from an angle, the way I put it in, that's what she said, the, the way that, like, the fire extinguisher was angled from the window, from, like, a certain angle, it looks like it wasn't there. So if someone saw the video 
And if someone went to the locker rooms to go check, they would be like, oh my god, it's gone, you know? I would be running from the cops, like, calling Sophia and being like, show them the video, show them the video, you know? Like, a lot could go wrong, but you know what? I didn't take it. I didn't take it, so what are they gonna do, you know? (sighs) What can they do? I'm very nervous. I don't think they can do a lot. I don't know. I'll, I'm gonna Google it real quick. I Googled it. They, they can't do anything. <laughs> they don't have the authority to like do anything if I didn't take it. So, we're good. Oh my god, I just realized something. So, with Color Guard, right? I don't know if I told you this already, but whatever. You'll just get to listen to it again. But basically, right, um, so far, I have $120 paid, right? All in my own pocket. Do I know how? No, I do not. Am I proud? No, I'm not, because I could have given more. I could have gotten it over with already, but you know what? Whatever, I'm working on it, right? So, in total, the total amount I was supposed to pay was 300 That's not bad. It's not the cheer thing, but it's not bad, you know? So, I gave my first payment was $100, just down, you know, just so I can get it out of the way and start working my way up to, like, my next $100 payment, you know? So I started giving in 20s or whatever, and so I got 120 right? So my total was now supposed to be 180 because that's how much I owe. But then the uniforms came in for the, like, performance, and Miss Lau was like, the uniform's $100 still have 280 to give and I was like understandable that that sounds completely understandable however I do not have a uniform you didn't order me one so what what are we gonna do because like like what (laughs) what are we supposed to do you know because she's gonna make me pay for a uniform that I am not getting at all like I am not getting that uniform and she wants me to pay for it and I don't know how to tell her I'm not going to pay for that because I'm not going to get it, you know? Everything we buy, we get to keep because we buy it, you know? So we keep it. Mind you, and I wrote it all down, I'm missing the ombre shirt that we wear for games. I'm missing the polos, the shoes, which I already paid for. I'm missing um, my own jacket, the flag bag, my duffel bag. I got the, I'm missing the makeup palette. I got the lipsticks. And I'm missing the, what's it called? And I'm missing the fucking performance uniform. So, okay. So I have the palms. I have the game day uniform. And I have the two lipsticks. That is three things. That is only three things. I don't even have, like, the ombre shirt or, like, like I don't have anything and that's so you know it's like I don't what am I supposed to do okay so here's the things I'm missing again ready here here are the things I'm missing so I'm missing the shoes the duffel bag the ombre shirt the polo the performance uniform the the flag bag the makeup palette and I feel like oh the the did I already say performance uniform Hang on, hang on, I'm gonna write this down. So, 
shoes, palette, ombre shirt, polo shirt, a duffel bag, a missing duffel bag. Oh, the flag bag. So that's the shoes, the palette, ombre shirt, po- oh, the jacket. that's it I think that's all I'm missing and the bow we're supposed to have a bow ah my god okay okay that's one two three four five six seven eight did I count that right two four six eight yes I'm missing eight things so I don't know I just I think it's unfair you know, because eventually, if she does get me the jacket, then obviously I'll pay for it. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm, I mean, not the jacket, the the polo, not the polo, the the performance uniform. That obviously, if she orders one for me, then I'm gonna get it. Because I mean, she ordered it, and I'm gonna use it. So I'm gonna pay for it. Because you, I don't have to explain that. You understand. And um, but I just think. It's unfair because she wants me to already hand in the money for something I don't have when there's still eight things she owes me, right? The shoes were supposed to be here a month ago, right? I ordered them or like I gave her the money for them and then they were supposed to come in a week afterwards because we were like returning shoes and everything. And so when we were ordering new shoes and new sizes, we added like a pair of dance shoes for me, right? Because I didn't have any. And I just, like, the, the fucking dance shoes were supposed to come in when everyone else's marching shoes came in. However, they did not, you know? Which I understand, you know, get the big orders done first. But wouldn't you expect the dance shoes to be there at least maybe a week later? It's been a month later and I still haven't gotten the one pair of dance shoes. You know? And I'm not complaining. I don't really give a damn. I don't really care. But it's just everyone looks at me like, oh, wow, she's so unprepared. She doesn't have this or that. And it's like, motherfucker, I just got here. I was peer pressured by the fucking band director's wife to be here. Like... Let me just get my bruises and leave, you know? <gasps> Speaking of bruises, okay, okay. I got my one and a half tops. I will show you what it looks like when I'm done. But Miss Leal was like, you have the nicest one and a half toss that I have ever seen. And I was like, are you saying that because you forced me to be on here and you're trying to like get me to stay? Or are you saying that because you need it? And she was like, you have the nicest one and a half toss that I've ever seen. And I was like, okay, great. That's great to know, you know? But I don't know. I just think I'm learning pretty fast. I think I'm doing good. Um, It's still hard sometimes when we're learning new choreo or like new flag work. To keep up because everyone is so used to just changing like right when they need to change but um 
the tosses I'm getting, the tosses I'm very proud of because I feel so cool when I do the tosses and it's like, ah, I don't know. I just, I've always wanted to be a part of something bigger than just the orchestra. Like, I think I've already told you about this, but whenever I was in the stands watching you guys play and everything and being at like football games, it was so fun to watch the football games, like for sure. But with bands and everything, with you guys were just so cool, right? And it was such a big band, you know? Like, we're the largest, like, band, and we have the largest color guard, and it's so cool. And I never thought I would be a part of it, you know? Like, I've always wanted to be a part of it. I was supposed to be a French horn, but my old director, Mr. Bettis, the creep, the pedophile, um, he was like, you should come join orchestra. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I did. <laughs> and I'm stuck with it now. But, okay. And then also I know how to play the marimba. And I'm like, I'm really good. But I never, I always forgot to like talk to Mr. Leal about that. Because I wanted to like play for him or play with the band and everything for like front ensemble. But I never did. <laughs> and, I mean, now I'm on the field, but just not as a marimba player. I'm a flag tosser. But yeah. Like, it's just really surreal. You know, really too good to be true. Because this is all I've ever wanted. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just so cool to be a part of something so big and like, (sighs) okay, so we got our panoramic photos, right, and I was really looking forward to the smaller one, the little goofy pic, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I'm gonna have this picture for years to come, this is gonna be an heirloom and I can't wait to frame it. And, like, I don't know. That's just cool. And I'm very proud of myself, you know? I don't think, because Miss Leal was always like, do you want to join Color Guard? You should, you should join Color Guard, you know? Like, get into it and everything. And I would, I would always just be like, oh, haha, yeah, maybe I will or whatever. But, you know, I don't really have the money for that. And then she would always be like, oh, no, well, we do fundraisers and everything. And me, I know myself, fundraisers never work. But. Now that she peer pressured me and, like, forced me to join, I'm very glad that she did. I hate, oh my god, I hate waking up at 5 in the morning just to get ready and like just to be late still but it's so rewarding like the sunsets and the sunrises that that's like all I've ever wanted it's so breathtaking and like ethereal you know I don't even know how to explain it I I mean I am (laughs) I'm describing it but I don't think I could ever explain the way it makes me feel. I just like feeling included, in case you can't tell. 
but yeah. And then, like, whenever I get my toss, all the girls are just like, oh my god, that was so good, you know, you did amazing, ah, good job! And I'm like, yeah, that, that's right, I did that, that was me, you know? Because I did do a good job, and I did get that fucking toss, because it looks fucking cool and hot, and I'm just, ah! But yeah. So, that's Color Guard, and I don't really know what else to say. Oh, okay, so I've been late a lot, right, because of my mom, and um, I would be emailing Miss Leal, right, like, hey, I'm going to be late this morning, like, I just, I need you to know, because obviously, uh, obviously, that's what you're supposed to do, so I've been doing that. And, um, like, you're supposed to run laps when you're late. You know this, right? And so I've been running laps. But everyone was like, well, you've been emailing Miss Leal, so you don't have to run laps. And I'm like, no, I understand that. But, I mean, I'm in tennis, so, like, it's just conditioning for me. And then everyone looked at me, and they were like, you are, like, you choose to do that to yourself? And I forget that they're band kids. I forget that, like, you know? <laughs> I forget that some of them aren't as, like, athletic and they're just band kids, you know? But it's so funny whenever I see them, like, be like, go, go, go! Or when they're just like, oh my god, she's at it again. But, like, I keep saying, like, hmm. Anyway, it's just very funny to see their faces when they're like, why? Why? Just why? Who runs in the morning? You know? So, there's that. Okay, so I'm gonna keep talking about school-related activities. So, the blood drive, right? I have my papers filled out, and I got my mom to sign it. Excuse me. And she was just like, um, you're kind of petite for your height and age. So I don't know if they'll take you, one, because of your eating disorder, and two, because of, like, your mental health. And I was like, you did not just say that to my face. And she did. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess. But she still signed the paper. Anyway, not the point. So... I am going to be donating blood with my friend Serena from Guard and my friend Camille, who I also went to elementary school with. And oh my god, it's like, it's so weird because I haven't seen her in so long. And I remember seeing her freshman year and I was like, is that Camille? Oh my god, you know? And I've like, I've always thought about her in seventh or eighth grade. And I don't know, it's just cool to be like reunited. And um, yeah. So we share a physics class, right? And I was talking about it, and I was like, oh my god, I'm finally gonna be able to donate blood and, like, do all this and everything. And they were like, why are you so excited? And I was like, oh, because it's on my bucket list. And they're like, what? And so I showed them my bucket list, and the first thing on the bucket list is find out where the ice cream man lives. And so, like, I I didn't even know how to explain that to them. They're like, why do you want to know where the ice cream man lives? I don't even know what to tell them. I don't even want to know why at this point. It's just, like, a goal of mine, you know? Anyway, um, so I was talking to Serena and Camille, 
and I was like, and then also, like, if you donate blood three successful times, you get a cord. And they were like, huh? cord? And I was like, huh? cord. And they're like, oh my god. So now Serena's gonna um, donate, and then I have to give Camille her forms because the bitch Delilah is the one who's like handing them out. So I'm just gonna be like, mm, give me a form. And then she'll be like, mm, okay. And then I'll take the form, and I'll be like, mm, here you go, Camille. And then she'll be like, mm, thank you, you know? So, yeah. And then we're going to donate blood on Thursday, October 21st. So this time next month, right? So I have a month to fix my weight so that I'm legible. Because I really want to donate blood. Like, I just... It's always been a dream of mine. <laughs> That's very weird. I understand that. But I don't know. That's just cool. You know? Getting poked with needles at school. Legally. Such a wish. Um, but yeah. Because right now I weigh 103. And I'm 5'3". So I don't think that's healthy. <laughs> so um, I'll ask like Delilah what the weight requirement is for 5'3", 16 year olds and whatever that is I'll like double down or whatever and try to get to that weight I don't know how I really don't know how but I'll, I'll work on it but once she tells me like the minimum weight is I'll get there and then if I like that weight then I'll stay there, but if I don't, I'll just lose the weight, you know, like a boss, anyway, but yeah, so, um, how do I explain this, the morning of the blood drive, well, Serena and I see each other because we're in guard, and Camille, we don't see her, right, we don't have, we only have her class in, in physics, right, well, Serena has her for STC, but I don't, you know, and that's like, okay, the reason why it's important that I have her is because I'm gonna be the one getting us like our like our breakfast and our lunch, right? Because they're not giving us um, any food after the blood donation. They used to give us pizza and like other stuff and everything, but because of COVID, we need closed container foods like Capri Suns. So what they're giving us is they're giving us Kool-Aid jammers and um crackers kool-aid jammers and crackers like that is enough to keep my blood sugar high like girl bye you know anyway so i was like okay so for me and serena i'll buy us food in the morning like i'll buy us two things right one for the morning and then something for after lunch or after hmm okay let me think about this okay I might need to buy us three things. Oh, no, 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 no. No, just two. Because I was discussing it with my, my physics teacher. Because the the blood drive lands on a B day, right? Which is so convenient for us. Because we have physics on B days. And we all have physics on, you guessed it, A day. I'm kidding, no, B day. So, it's very convenient for us, right? Because then we can keep each other in check and, like... Watch out for you guys, like for each other, and be like, "You good? Yeah, you good? You know." So I think it just worked out very nicely. 
excuse me, I have another yawn. Anyway, but I think it worked out perfectly for us. And so, in the morning, I'm planning on getting us sushi and like some drinks or whatever. And by us, I mean Serena and I. So I'm gonna go to H-E-B early in the morning, get us some sushi and like, um, just like a big breakfast, right? I don't know how much Serena can take, but we both have trouble eating, you know. So I'll, I'll get like, I'll get four, right? Two for her, two for me. And um, so with the sushi thing, I kind of wanted it to be after the blood drive, after we give blood, because sushi is always bussin' bussin'. But sushi's gonna get like stale. Like the sushi's gonna get hard and like it's gonna oxidize with the rice and it's not gonna be good. So we decided that we were gonna eat it in the morning. I still have to ask her what type of sushi she likes, but I think I'll just do it the morning of, you know? So I'll do it the morning of the blood drive, October 21st, and um, what type of she wants, I'll just get two of, and then I'll get her like chopsticks and everything. And then I wanted to get a salad, right? after the the lunch drive because oh my i love salads and i've been craving a salad recently and i mean i know it's a month from now but who's to say i won't be craving a salad then too you know i still have to ask serena oh we were joking about like what we would bring because i mean it's h-e-b it's literally the market right for food and so um i was like well when are we gonna eat the food and everything because like we're gonna be skipping our lunch so that we could go give blood and I asked our teacher because it's one of those periods where like you have lunch in between the period and then you come back to the class. And so I was like, well, we're gonna be giving blood and everything. And I, well, he was over like over here and he's eavesdropping because he likes us. And um, I was like, do you think it's okay if like after we give blood and everything and we come back to your class that me and Serena and Camille can eat some food in your class? And he's like, yeah, for sure. As long as like it's um, can like, like like a container thing, not like water burger or something. And I was like, yeah, for sure. So, um, so, so we were like, mm, what are like, what are foods that are contained? You know, like are in containers at H E B. And I was like, there's sushi, salad, the little chicken burgers. Um, there's more. Whatever, right? There's just those things. And then I was like, oh my god, what if, and I'm hearing, like, I'm just saying, what if, hypothetically, we brought a whole ass rotisserie chicken to class? Tell me that would not be the coolest thing in the world, just eating rotisserie chicken in physics and doing homework in physics? Like, that would be so cool. Anyway, sorry. So, I might do that. <laughs> But the reason why I'm offering to get us food is because Serena's in a tough spot, and so is Camille. And it's just nice, you know, because we have government money, we have food stamps, so why not? And, um, so I still have to ask Serena what type of salad. Well, I asked her today, no, not today, today's Saturday. I asked her Friday, because we were talking about it, and she picked one out, so... Oh, did she? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> anyway, um, I'll ask her again. 
and then I'll ask again if they want the rotisserie chicken or the salad. Because honestly, ugh, salad after blood drive, that sounds so good. That sounds so good, oh my god. But, we'll see. Um, so yeah, so that's the blood drive. And then I, I still have to ask Camille what she would want for her salad. But yeah, those are my plans for that. And, um, oh, and then science fair. So my physics teacher is the one all about, like, what are you going to do for science fair, right? That's his thing. Because we have two sciences, but I guess it's the physics one that is the one who takes care of science. I mean, science fair? I don't know. Anyway, so he was like, did anyone compete, like, professionally or not professionally? Did anyone compete the science fair and I was like yeah I did and so I rose my hand and then he's like like he ignored me right and he's like but like did you go to district and I kept my hand up and then he was like did anyone go to region and I kept my hand up and he's like did anyone go to state for science fair and I kept my hand up and then he's like motherfucker like well, what did you do and I was like I did environmental science and he's like ah okay okay and so then he, he looked at me and he was like so are you gonna want to continue that project or like do you want to compete again? And I was like, yeah, um, my idea was, like, was executed in eighth grade, and it was supposed to be redone, like, to get new data in ninth grade, but then COVID hit, and I couldn't participate, because, you know, COVID hit, and then sophomore year, no one told me about science fair, so I couldn't do it, and then now junior year is the year to do it, you know, because I, I would give anything to go back to state, like, oh my god, the money, it was cool. I just realized I haven't gotten my my stipend for UBMS. I have to check my emails because um I think we're supposed to get it before school starts. And I mean school started a, like a while ago. I don't know, I'll email Sandra and be like, hey yo, money? You know? Because I think that's like 300. I was gone a lot, so that's probably 300. Usually it's like 500, 600, but I mean, I was gone a lot, so it's probably 300. But money is money, you know? And, um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, science fair. And he was like, he was just so interested and asking me a lot of questions. And maybe it was because I'm the only one who's like, goal of science fair is to compete. Everyone else is just doing science fair for the grade, right? But I'm doing it to get money <laughs> and find new data. And so he was like, so what did you find in your last project? So I walked him through all of it and I told him about all of it. And he's like, okay, so you found most effective setback and I was like yes and then he was like so what are you trying to find with this new one like with the new topic and I was like I can't tell if I want to find like a new like a contender against the um the like the solution setback that we found with the last project or if I just want to find a financially like practical alternative you know and then he was like, well, that could be your competitor. Like, just alone finding a alternative 
like financially wise or financial wise or whatever that could be a competitor against the setback so you can just like be he was just explaining it like the way I wanted right so now what I'm gonna do this year which you already know we already talked about this I'm going to see if I can find like um oh no no no, no. it wasn't whether or not I can find like a competitor I mean contender against the clay powder and sandbag sandbag or what was man I just messed up the sentence my two ideas weren't like between the financially realistic one or just an overall contender it was between a financially practical one or an eco-friendly one right but he made the point that the bags that the city gives out and everything are made out of like burlap and plastic like paper plastic so it's it would be an unrealistic goal to find an eco-friendly solution because like I have to put a lot of work to get the city to use it and that's because the city probably would wouldn't even apply it you know so it's just smarter to do the like the pocket friendly one I don't know how to explain it so yeah so we narrowed it down to that one and then every Friday that I have that class so every B week is the okay every B Friday that we have his class is a science fair day so we don't do any physics we're just working on science fair so every other week we're doing like I said science fair the last week we were just choosing topics this week we were just researching like more things about it and he was like okay Haley, come up here present your project i had to go present my project like if they were judges it was so embarrassing and then they were asking me like actual he gave everyone like little index cards with like legitimate questions that i would have been asked and i were asked i was asked some of those questions at the fair but anyway, so, and then he, he had numbered the questions, that way he knew which ones, like, like, I mean, the students knew which order to go in, so whoever had, obviously, number one would go first, and then number two would go second, and it was, like, embarrassing, so I went up, and I don't even know where that board is, that's so sad, I don't even know where that board went, I think my dad threw it away, yeah, I think my dad threw it away. Anyway, um, so I presented the whole thing, and all of them were like, all the students were like, why did you do this project, or what impact did you expect this project to have on the economy, and I was like, man, I just, I want to sit back down, man, I just want to donate blood, get me out of here, but yeah, he gave everyone a participation grade for that. So everyone got 100, including me. So yeah, I think that's good. Also, I have a 90 in his class, and I think that's amazing because I didn't think I would do good in science. I don't know why. I just, I had a hunch, you know? But no, I'm doing really good. I forgot how smart I am when it comes to in-person school. It's very refreshing and very, like, heartwarming, you know? So yeah, I think that's really cool. Um, I don't really, I'm trying to think of more things to say, because usually I write down, like, a script, 
well, you know this, I usually write down a script, but my notebook say that my dad's, and I'm pretty sure he threw it away, so I don't have any paper to write a script on, or like an outline on, so I'm kind of just going with the flow. Halloween, oh my god, okay, I don't know what to do for Halloween, because I want to get started already. I want to, like, like, I want to go all out, right? But you haven't decided on anything, and I don't know if you're going to decide because if you're not going to decide on anything then I'm just going to match with Justina but I really want to match with you instead so make up your mind or please no just make up your mind okay okay and make it realistic make it practical I don't want to be dressed as a genie or an Egyptian okay okay anyway Thank you for passing the time with me. I think that's how it goes, the outro. Um, I guess. Okay. Well, be safe. Have fun at work. I love you. Mm-hmm.